You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from Austin, Texas. I am not joined by my co-host, Dakota, because he doesn't have internet right now. Apparently, he's <laughs> going to be coming on later. We'll see, but right now, I'm with the boys from Stock Car Spectacle, uh, another NASCAR podcast. What's up, guys? What is going on? Glad to be here, man. Yeah, man, it's just gonna. this is going to be an exciting show for sure. Happy to be here. We got a lot to talk about with the Roval. We got another Harvick fan, unfortunately, on the show. So let's get into it. What's up? It's Chairgating coming at you live. Hello, come right in. So, like I said, we are co-hostless. Dakota will be joining at some point tonight. We'll see how long that takes. But for now, I have another Kevin Harvick fan here to, um, I don't I mean, should we wait for Dakota to get into the Harvick thing? I feel like maybe we should. Uh, yeah, I I feel, it's just going to be painful for him to talk about, really. So, <laughs> which, I mean, we might I'm, as well, I'm just so love. I'm not alone. Yeah, I'm going to love to have see that pain come through dakota i don't know if you're gonna be like apologizing defending but um a lot to say about kevin harvick and chase elliott we finished up roval and it was pretty crazy uh normally anyone that listens to the show knows that me and dakota are not big road course guys dakota says he's not but every time we have one he goes dude man that was the best race all year (laughs) so he's like kind of a road course fan I'm usually not, but when we get this late into the playoffs, of course, excitement will uh, happen. What did y'all think of the Roval? Are y'all normally road course fans and liked this one or just good, bad? Where, where are you laying at this one? Yeah, I've always liked the road courses. You know, before we only had two with Sonoma and Watkins Glen. I like the addition of a few more. I'm not a big fan of like all seven, maybe bring it down to 
five. That I feel like that's a good number. But I love the Roval. I feel like every year it puts on amazing racing. And this year, the Cup race was phenomenal. Saying that as a Kevin Harvick fan, I loved it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys, uh, with you and Dakota. I'm not the biggest road course fan. Um, I do like the Roval and I like Watkins Glen, but I wasn't a bit. I'm not a big fan of all the other ones. And I think seven is a bit too much for our schedule. I'm thinking four year tops, but that's just that's me. where I'm at. That's where but, I'm at. I've said four, I think, for for a while. Yeah, four yeah. four is a good number. Um, I like the the addition of the Roval though because the uh, the Charlotte race in the fall. I think Dale Jr. kind of said it. Uh, that's just when it was the night race. It was kind of one one lane racing. Can't really pass there. So it's the, the addition of the Roval. Um, it just brings out that excitement level, and I've enjoyed it. It's one of the few road courses that I've enjoyed over the past couple of years. Well, especially this race. This one was good. Yeah, <laughs> this, this one, one yeah. was good. <laughs> there was a lot of action in this one. Like I said, when you get this late into the playoffs um, – and you know, there's a couple openings still left to be made. Shit was gonna happen. Uh, it always makes it more exciting. And I know a lot of people hate the playoffs uh, system, the point system, um, but it does make for exciting racing when there's just multiple battles, even in the back of the field, where it's like this guy needs to point his way in, and we're watching somebody in the back, like uh, a Chase Elliott or a Kyle Larson, have to work his way all the way back up to try to get in. Uh, crazy ending. I know, Nick, are you a Maddie D fan? I know you're so, wearing the hoodie. Yeah, I do like Matt Benedetto, and I'm also a Denny Hamlin kind of guy. Okay. Okay, so how do you feel uh, about Matty D in this race? Uh, see, for Matty D, I think he, he's proven to be a, uh, a very good road racer. He did hang around in the back for much of this race. I was kind of concerned speed-wise. He was there is a good portion of this race. He was riding around 25th to 30th, and then he played this. He played the strategy, stayed out on the older tires, and he came away with the top 10, which I was really happy for. And it, the whole situation with Matty D uh, kind of sucks because ever since Jonathan Hassler came over to be his crew chief, they put the results together, but uh, a little, little too late there. But, yeah, he's good. We'll, road we'll see what happens to him. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. He might. There's some new teams. Uh, we'll probably talk about that in a later episode. So you never know. You might have something lined up. But um, just wanted to give the audience kind of a uh, better feel, better understanding for what y'all do, what y'all's podcast is about. So, Ian, what is Stock's, Stock Car Spectacle about? So basically, so we're all from the Chicago. Other than being land. big time Noah Gregson fan, but which <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we're all from the Chicago land area. Um, so it's me, Nick, and Mike Gamble who couldn't make it on the show tonight. But uh, so being in the Chicago land area, it's really hard to find people that like NASCAR because you're in the Midwest. You know, South, you'll find you know Dale Earnhardt shirts everywhere. Right, but. <laughs> Me and Nick, we were actually in a journalism class together, and I was thinking about starting a podcast, and I saw this guy wearing a Daniel Hemrick hat. Like, when Daniel Hemrick was in the Cup Series, he was had the RCR the hat on. Yeah, yeah, the number eight. Was it, and I was, was like, a cat, probably? Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, you know, he could have been wearing, like, a Jeff Gordon hat or a junior hat, but that Daniel Hemrick, like, that's a really obscure driver. 
this Who guy the knows fuck his is this guy. Yeah, this guy knows his NASCAR. Okay. What kind of psychopath is rocking a Daniel <laughs> Emmerich eight? And then uh. I found out this guy was also a Trevor Bain fan too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the story. Well, that Trevor Bain is the reason I got into NASCAR. Like my dad grew. My dad watched racing for before I was even born. He was a he was a senior fan, and then he was a Dale Junior fan. And it was a 2011 Daytona 500. Uh, he wanted me to sit down watch a race with him, and oh. I was like, oh, <laughs> because before that, I was. I was kind of that stereotypical like NASCAR don't like it like all they do is go around and make circles. So right. I oh, decided yeah. I, I decided to watch a race with them. It happened to be the 2011 500, and then I see Trevor Bain win. And I was like, that's pretty fucking badass. And then I was like, you know what? That's it. That's my guy right oh, there. What did, a rough road. Did it Jesus. did not pan out well for me. <laughs> oh really? Did it? Did it not? Did not pan out well for me, but. Uh, he was a super cool guy. Uh, every time, back when we used to go to Chicagoland all the time, he was always super cool because he was kind of just surprised that there was somebody at the racetrack who was wearing his stuff. So <laughs> I kind of got like some VIP treatment pretty much, and then I spent a lot of money on door panels, which my parents weren't too happy about. But right. uh, if I was going to be a Trevor Bain fan, I'd damn – well, was going to be okay, the so biggest one out there. Okay, so why were you rocking a Daniel Hemrick hat? Where did, the hell did this come from? All right, so Trevor Bain, he lost his ride in 2018. Is it just like the less wins guys have, the more you like them? I, I like the underdogs. <laughs> I've come into this. It's not I, even I, underdogs. They just don't win races. They just don't win. I just... <laughs> I Daniel just Hemmerich like never won a race. Him wearing a Matt Benedetto sweatshirt. I, that's yeah, what I was going to bring up. So, right. they, so it went from Trevor Bain, then it went to Daniel Hemrick. It went to Daniel Hemrick. I, I was once thought like, you were a Bubba fan, and then last week you're like, well, shit, now I can't be a fan of him anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, I don't know why I even jumped on the, the Hemrick train. I was like, well, Trevor's out. Need, need a new uh, smaller dude to root for. And I was like, ah, Daniel. Hey, Hemrick, this guy's never won a race. This I guy's never. For him. Yeah. Um, so I, started... I will say I do have a Daniel Hemrick koozie because, mo but because I thought it would be funny because I knew he wasn't not going to last. And I was uh. like, well, this is going to be vintage real quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was cool though. Cause Daniel Hemrick was the guy that they brought the eight back for. I brought yep. it back he for him. It. And I think it's like a Reddick thing, but it's like, he was the first guy back in the RCR eight. Uh, so that was cool. It's cool that you have some merch from that at least. Yeah, I have, I have some merch from that at least. It sucks it didn't pan out the way it did. But when you got a guy like Tyler Reddick uh, right. sitting there, it's hard not to move him up. But Emrick, uh, he came to our campsite at Chicagoland one time because I tweeted a picture. I had, I, was, uh, I had his flag waving up. And I said, come stop by. And like I tagged him in it on Twitter and everything. I didn't actually think he was going to show up. Yeah, he probably thought you were trolling. He was like, I don't have fans. This is bullshit. <laughs> so I kind of, we were, I was just chilling. I was grabbing a beer from the, from the cooler. And then I see this guy drive up on his golf cart. I thought he was a dude coming to like pick up the trash or something like that. Then I get a closer look at him. And the first thing I said, I said this straight to him. You I was said, like, "Hey, Danny Hemrick, trash is over there, bud. Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> I was, I literally stopped. I looked him dead in the eye. I said, "Daniel Hemrick, what the fuck are you doing here?" Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. So now that was a cool moment. Uh, I have heard he's a very nice guy, though. He, oh, he was very nice. 
I very rip nice. on him, but I hear he's very nice. He's very a nice guy. Wife, so I, I wanna... almost got to see him win in person in Atlanta uh, this past summer. Thought Before he had Kyle it, and then, that. and then Kyle Busch ruined that. <laughs> um, and then the reason behind the Matty D stuff is just I don't even know. After Hemrick got booted from the eight, I was like, I've always liked the twenty one car, so. I was like, fuck it, let's ride. Tyler Reddick just looks too promising for you to cheer for. So looks yeah, way too to... promising for me to <laughs> yeah, cheer for. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, Matty D, I hadn't won any races either. So and then, then he loses was, his ride. And then he loses time. his ride. So I have uh, bad luck with that. So wow. then finally, uh, about halfway through last year, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. It's time to start rooting for a guy who can actually win. And that's when I jumped on the the Hamlin train okay. and I've gotten to see a driver that I pull for a win. So it's, it's interesting. You didn't pick like a young talented driver, like a Ryan Blaney or a Chase Elliott or even a Reddick or Kyle Larson, <laughs> like guys yeah. that will be in the, the series yeah. for a long time. You nope, picked, Dan, jump, you picked on, one of the oldest guys there. Jumped uh, on the Hamlin train. Okay. <laughs> I do not have a prospect lined up for when, for when he retires, but it's been a wild ride. So yeah, it's yeah. a couple more years. You might have find be able to find another uh, talentless guy to cheer for here soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh does shit! Work? Here oh my we god, go. the boy is alive. Yes, we are. Can y'all hear? Yeah, we can hear you. Unfortunately, we can hear you. I literally drive down the road and come over here, and I have a perfect reception. I'm in my boy's hotel room. I'm annoying him. He's trying to talk to his kids and stuff. It's a nightmare. You are a <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, what? Basically, yeah, found out that this guy was just a real NASCAR fan. Like, all right, let's start that podcast together. Met Mike Gamble at Chicagoland Speedway, and we just hit it off, and it's been great ever since. We're like two and a half years strong right now with this show. Is there any – I know some of the podcast guys we'll talk to are like, oh, we like to focus on betting or news or, you know, is there anything that you you think that y'all – focus on like me and dakota focus on just being white trash right um, so i don't know if there's something specific that's highly accurate podcast. that is highly yeah. accurate. so basically we kind of like no break up our show like into like a race review we'll start off with and then we have another show called uh, ian's pit stop where we'll kind of like bring up like kind of season news rumors that are going on and all, all that stuff hey cody um, and then we'll go into Kinzel's classroom where Nick, he'll kind of like grade the drivers from the previous race, or we'll kind of like do the playoff predictions, who we think is out, who we think is in for the next round. Uh, that's probably our best show. I love doing that one. Nick nice. always does a good job setting up the rundown. Um, and then we do yeah, and uh, he's completely race. unbiased because none of his drivers will ever win. already jumped in the Daniel Hemrick, Matty uh. Epoch. Oh, we, yeah. we, we've been talking. It got so that. bad, he became a Hamlin fan. <laughs> right. That's where we just got to. I was like, yeah. wild, wild road for it's Nick. out of nowhere. Here. Out of nowhere. And then we got a race preview, too, where we just kind of like preview the upcoming race, make our predictions for the truck, Xfinity, and Cup race. And, yeah, and then Mike, uh, he'll usually – his last name is Gamble. And so he'll always do the gambler's picks. Who's your best nice. driver to put money on for the race? It's quite catchy, honestly. It really <laughs> it's is. Quite catchy. It, it works out pretty well. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that's usually how awesome. we break up our show. 
well, now that Dakota's finally here, Dakota, uh, why don't we do a little shout out to Yeats, Dude. our official sponsor, Yeats. Hey, 10% off discount code, Sheergaten. I mean, Yeatsofficial.com. Uh, very affordable. A lot of fun. We had our boy Nick at Atlanta rocking a pair. <laughs> Where's yours at, Nick? Did you bring him to college with you? I'm sure you'd be getting all the girlfriends by now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, can't do that. He's taken. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you'd be knocking off the ladies from being your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're also brought to you by Yeti. Link in the description below. If you want to buy anything Yeti, just use our link. It's the only way you should buy Yeti. Oh man, that's the only pitch I have for Yeti. Um, so Dakota, they were just essentially recapping what their podcast is about, what their show's about. Well, we I'm talked glad a little bit. These are my talked... Chicago boys. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, it's pretty far north. Hey, um, y'all all came to Atlanta for your first time this year. Yes, we did. Oh. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, hey. drove out 12 hours to go see your ass. Hey, just, you know. See, they're closer play. than I am to you, Dakota. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at y'all. Yeah, I'm shit. I'm like 16 hours, I think. Oh, at least. Shit. I don't know how y'all do it, dude. Yeah, I'll give it. You did fly. <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up and I was like, nah, I'll catch that flight. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. So we were just kind of getting into Roval drama. Oh, uh, what God, happened dude. at the Roval? Dude. I want. I wanted to wait for you to talk anything Harvick, obviously. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God, Cody. <laughs> so, anyways, I, we'll get there. We'll get this there. This is the ah. best line ever. For anyone listening, anyone listening on the audio, Cody Bowers um, from one of our favorites NASCAR podcasts. Dakota, you want to give them a shout-out? Oh, shout-out the left turn, Cole, and their unbiased opinions. <laughs> Cody um, Powers says, they're awesome. Kevin Harvick also supports Yeats. He yeets himself into walls. That's the best comment. This podcast has ever had. Thank you, Cody. I love it. I love every minute of it. Um, Dakota, why don't you get some things off your chest? Yeah. Should please. we go there? Or should we talk about how the Roval was like probably the best road course of the year? Was it the best road course of the year? I mean, I will go ahead and petition that this was awesome. Like the Roval has not disappointed. I, I mean, I give it to you. Like last year was like, eh, you know, it, whatever. But I think it's like three for four of a badass road course. So, okay, here's here's a interesting take on the Roval, all right? And I said before you came on, it was an incredible race. Loved it from, you know, it was just a good race. But is the Roval all around a great road course, great race? Or is it just because, like, stage three, kind of late, there's a lot of craziness happening? Is the entire race yeah, as good that... as we're hyping up the end to be? So that's a good mention is, like, was it a good race or was just the playoff drama making it so spicy? I mean, for me, I'd have to say it was almost that playoff drama that kind of made it spicy. Because not going to lie, stage one was kind of eh. Stage two is 
eh. But once the Kevin and Chase shit started to go down, that's kind hey, of my I'll point. Give it, look, in stage one when Chase Elliott was running down AJ Allmendinger and like he's trying to get the stage point. I thought AJ was going to literally like put up a fight. We kind of let him go by. Um, but I was literally like, okay, this is like this is some good racing. But then I also feel like maybe this is a must go to visit race for if you're seeing it person, you're probably seeing battles we're not seeing on TV covered. I- I will say I, I watched road course racing live and they usually just fucking suck because <laughs> it's hard to watch. Like they're doing turns left and right. It's all over the place. Hey, I've been to, the- I've been to road America three times. Try going to that four mile track. Exactly. I can't imagine, but the Roval, I will say since it's set up like the oval and you can sit in the grandstands, it's probably the best road course race to watch. Yeah, first like scenic wise. You can watch the entire thing happen. That's very rare for a road course race yeah i actually uh me and mike and my buddy patrick we went to the uh indie road course race this year for the cup race and we were sitting in the oval turn four kind of section and we got to see them coming down the front stretch going down in that first turn there it was amazing we had such great spots there. Dude, I, have, I seen your video when like chase briscoe gets punted off the grass yeah like, when he goes there, through the grass there. there yeah yeah that was crazy man uh, but see, yeah, that's another thing. Is like, if we put the Roval in the middle of the season, do we even care about this race? That's just, I, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. yeah, I think we've always needed a road course race in the playoffs, and this one is perfect. And yeah, I agree with what Cody says here. It's like, and what Dakota was saying, if it's in the middle of the season, I don't know if I'd care as much. I think the Jeff Gluck poll would be a lot lower. Uh, I think people would be like, it was an entertaining enough race, it, it wasn't bad. But there wasn't anything crazy about it. But when you put it as a cutoff playoff race, that's when it takes it to the next level. It's going to do that for any race, really. But I think it's good to do it for the Roval because, like I said, it might be not as exciting in the middle of the season. If we so put they get good use of it. in the Roval spot, do we see the same race? Oh, can you imagine Watkins Glen in the yeah, playoffs? That would, that would be that would be beautiful. I would be all for that. But see, but see, I wouldn't because I like Watkins Glen enough already, and so it can just stay as its own thing, and I will enjoy it. If you flipped it with the Roval, Watkins Glen sure would be like ten times crazier. But would it ruin the Roval and just be kind of a whatever race? Right. I just kind of think of the Daytona Road Course, like how they kind of brought that in last year to kind of substitute for one of the races. It was kind of like a, eh. and I think very, they, eh. I think they realized that and didn't put it on the schedule. You know, they had it for, uh, you know, the uh, Bush Clash or whatever earlier this year, and that was about it. Next year, it's not even on the schedule. I think they thought, okay, that's not as hyped up as we thought it was going to be. That that's enough of that. Yeah, exactly. No, Daytona should be the super speedway, and that's it. I totally agree. A hundred percent agree. Yeah, yep. leave the Daytona road course to uh, the IMSA sports cars. Well, well NASCAR wants. <laughs> NASCAR is desperately trying to be that. So soon to be your uh, new. Uh, yeah, they're they're in, they're going in the right direction if they if they want to go IMSA racing. So hey, we Let's did see. try Underglow. So fuck it. <laughs> exactly. I did brought that up. Bubba, I think in a tweet. I was like, spin out. What's up? The next gen. I mean, I guess I forgot to mention we'll have a next gen segment. But Bubba's spinning out today at the Charlotte test. Everybody's spinning out. Yeah. I saw. I saw Busher wreck. I saw Busher wreck this car. Busher nicked the wall with his nose. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. But fucking Roval, man. I 
I feel like this is perfect though. Like uh, one thing too is like I almost should we have the Roval and Talladega separated? Or are they good in the same segment? I love I love this round. I think round, the round of 12. twelve. The round of twelve is one of the best rounds that there is. Because I love of, it, but I feel like Las Vegas is just kind of there. And then Vegas like, is kind of there, and then we set up for fucking craziness at Talladega, and then you just don't know what's gonna happen at the Roval either. I think it's. It, I think it's awesome. I think the round of twelve is probably the best round in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's kind and of it just makes things crazier for Vegas. Yeah, it does make like Vegas like so crucial. Like, hey, I need to win this race because I don't want to go to Dega like this. Um, but it makes the third round so like eh, is like we go to Texas next week and then we go to Kansas, which has given us up and hey, down. Hey, Kansas it's, is good. People sleep on Kansas. Kansas has given us good races, but then Martinsville, the barn burner it can be, is perfect for where it is. Yeah. But then I do commend for the 2022 schedule. They're throwing Homestead in there in the third oh, round. Oh, it's Love beautiful. It. Love that. It's let's get Texas out of there. Um, as I'm okay with that. So at least you're making moves. But it's like, why? Why are we going to such a crazy round two to like a eh, three? Yeah, I um, almost feel like maybe Texas should be a cutoff race, and I know everyone's gonna hate me for saying oh that, God. but at least it would make it more entertaining. It would add like entertainment to Texas. I guarantee those drivers are gonna be driving a lot harder. And I'm not saying this cutoff race. I'm saying like maybe round one cutoff or something. You know, oh. something where everybody's still involved and is really driving crazy. Well, it might make the, Texas better. Back in the old days, we all know Texas before they repaved it could right. give us those crazy moments. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. And, it used to be good. And now um, we can just take it off the schedule completely. I, <laughs> I And I do care. feel like we have some energy going into this Texas race. And I'm, I was literally thinking this week, like, man, could we see some craziness this week? Or are we going to see like Kyle Larson win and automatically transfer uh is like I think the ladder is I, yeah. yeah could we see some guys like getting desperate and like i need to win now on a you know 20 to go restart or is it going to be just like oh my gosh Larson i think the through. problem is that it's so late right that that there's not as many guys competing now to get in and the guys competing i think are the more of the veterans when you get in like round one you're getting the Michael McDowell's and, you know, the Alex Bowman's and uh, Christopher Bell's, the guys that are like, I'm not going to be able to point my way in. I'm going to have to go for a win here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it out on lap 20. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I really think Texas will see Joe Gibbs shine. Kansas will see Penske shine out there. And then Martinsville, it's a toss up. It always is. Yeah, you might see somebody blocking somebody for the lead or like that's going to lap down and blocking <laughs> the leader. Uh, but we'll doing someone's soon. playoff chances. Uh, I mean, <laughs> at what point do we get in? We've been teasing the Harvick. Uh, we got to. Elliot, I've been waiting just, for this all day. The I've whole episode is going to be about this. Should we just jump in? And okay. let's as do someone it, is on it. a new, as someone is on a neutral side of this, I want to see Ian and Dakota. Just, I want to hear it. Try to defend the driver. Us in the corner. We're we're dunking <laughs> in the pocket. <laughs> You're going to be like a politician trying to defend the stance of your driver at this point. Okay. And see, I have it's like- us against like everybody else because Chase Elliott is NASCAR's most popular driver. And then there's Kevin Harvick. So basically we got three fourths of the NASCAR world just shitting on Kevin Harvick right now. See, I would say initially a lot of, a lot of people were on y'all's side. Because I think there's a lot of people that don't like Chase Elliott because of his fan base. That's there's where like, I stand. There's like a, there's like a, Little this is this is where I stand. I have no problem with Chase Elliott. I don't personally. I don't care. He's a good driver. He's young, talented, all that. His fan base gets annoying. I mean, it's just he, he really the Eagles fans of NASCAR. 
He <laughs> took the junior <laughs> fan base, you know, he took the Hendrick thing, and now he has those guys, and Dude. they're all fans of him. Okay, so before Bristol, his fan base was, like, already annoying as shit. And everybody, you know, was like, yeah, they got the junior fans, it's Chase fans. But now, dude, I've seen like the evil dark side of the Chase fan base, and it's like <laughs> dark I, I'm like, y'all are sick, dude. Y'all are dude. Disgusting. There's they say some brutal shit, I've man. Seen some crazy shit in the last. All right, like weeks. what, dude? Someone said. I mean, I will say it. Someone said uh, that. Chief, well, how bad is it? It was bad. It was like it was like getting your job, your head coach job, fired bad. Okay, maybe we will talk about it. Okay. People were saying stuff about kids and, uh, you know, Kevin should. We're definitely not talking about it. Nope. All right. People were saying stuff about his kids. (laughs) Kevin should, you know, go off himself and all kinds of shit. And it was like, dude, y'all are sick. Like, this is okay. When I I went to the Bristol Night Race in 2019, and remember, that's when Newman was blocking Benedetto and caused Hamlin to take that win. There were there was one guy when we were leaving. There was and remember that was right after uh, Junior's plane went down and they survived that. Oh shit! And this right. one guy was like, "Man, I hope Brian Newman's plane crashes and he dies." I was like, "Dude, oh, what Jesus the fuck? Chill." So, I mean, dude, it's sick, man. Uh, these Chase fans are coming out of the woodwork, and I like. There's this girl I'm friends with on Instagram. She's a huge Chase fan, and she said I had the most amazing race week weekend. Seeing my f- least favorite driver crash head on into the wall, and she posted that today, and I said, "Wow, that's pretty fucked up." Like, I, yeah. how you posted that? Like, and she posted pictures of it. Like, she was at the Roval race, and I was like, "Wow, you bitch!" Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, it, like, look, I am all for the rivalry. I am all for the shit talking. If Chase K, I honestly, I was telling my buddy tonight, I wanted to see Chase get to Kevin that lap. I wanted to see what was going to happen. What was Chase going to do? What, are we gonna see? Well, a he got there? there. Well, he <laughs> he did get there. there. He oh, he got there. there. <laughs> so, all right, let's back it up. Bristol happened. We all know what happened. Uh, we had some door slinging, some missing lines, and uh, some blocking. And we had the cute little, you know, tussle on. Who was at fault initially? Kevin and then Chase. <laughs> so Kevin washes up in the chase. Chase okay. blows a tire. Chase comes back and sideswipes Kevin. To me, at that point, we're even. Like, Chase, Agreed. You, shot, you fired your shot and you missed it, dude. And then Agreed. when you – okay, Kevin's tire didn't blow. At that point, like, hey, bygones, we got bygones. But he slows down Kevin. Kyle Larson wins Bristol. We all know what happened. Okay, well, everything kind of, you know, dis- disappears into the sand. And all of a sudden – Chase Elliott spinning on the infield to turn one on the road. <laughs> and Will, I was, dude, I jumped off my fucking couch, like, of the implications of the playoffs. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Like, because I knew Kevin was on the bubble. Like, this was huge for us. And Chase Elliott with a blown tire spinning on the infield. Like, oh, my God. Well, oh, he just had a blown tire and he was just spinning? Yeah. Then they That's all? That's up, all that happened? Okay. And Kevin's punting the nine car into the wall. Yeah. And I was screaming, like, this is fucking awesome. Like, never forget, rise, rise above. We can do this. <laughs> never forget when you started shit with a driver and then fucking. All right. I'll, sorry. I'll hold okay. On. Look, look. It. To, I don't even want to say it, but this was like Earnhardt-esque. Like, Kevin didn't forget. Fuck you, Chase Elliott. He dumps his ass. Like, yep. I don't care what driver it is. Kevin didn't forget what? Kevin the started it bullshit. and then kept talking shit. And Chase really, really I, was see, just retaliating. I don't think Kevin started it. I really don't so, think. 
I just give it to Kevin what? that he did something. Like, hey, but fuck why? You, dude. Why? It was over. Okay, no. Look, he was the only one still talking shit. Chase even responded by being like, "I'm gonna focus on the race. I'm not here for that." And then he still fucking hits him. What was that? I well, don't care. Hey, he I ruined his race. He ruined his race. I think we all. I will say, Chase Elliott put him put himself in that spot at Bristol, man. He did oh, not ask for it, dude. He did not, not hold his line. He went under that lapped car, and Harvick was already driving hard because he knew that nine was coming. And nine just went above him, and then the four hey. went up and got him. Okay, that shit happened. Not- that shit happens in hey, racing look, all Chase the time, and he just gets all wound up. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. It cost him a win in 2021. Kevin is winless. Probably going to go winless the rest of the season. It cost Good. him a dub. Good. And, well, hey, Chase, you poked me. I'm going to hit you right in the fucking nuts, buddy. No. Yeah. Yeah. This was no. Not, oh, yeah. This is not an even I, thing here. This is I not think, an even thing. Harvick, think, Harvick was in the wrong way. Okay. Up until this mm-hmm. point, I was like, okay, they're even. It's settled. Like, that's fine. Bullshit. When Harvick put it, put it into him at the Roval, Harvick was way in the wrong there. That was way oh, over no, the line. No, we, and no. we all knew this was coming. Dude, this is getting even. This was coming. We, we, we all knew this was coming after. I'm, after fucking, Bris- I'm, I'm going to Georgia. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. How was that getting <laughs> even? After Bristol. Because he after fucked Bristol. his Bristol race. <laughs> he got race. Okay, Harvick has started it. Harvick has got him back every time. They were a hundred percent even. If anything, no, Harvick yeah, would no, out on top no, here. No, oh, big time. Me, Y'all are being so fucking biased. No, 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 no. Even what? I'm saying this. I'm unbiased here. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Nick, but he doesn't even really Kevin, like Kevin Harvick that much. I really don't. Twenty. I don't like Kevin Harvick or Chase Elliott. Twenty fifteen Talladega still comes to mind. He's still a dipshit for that. Um, but. After Bristol, we all knew it was coming. You could see it in Kevin's eyes. He was he was pissed the fuck off. This was that was his only shot to win this year. I'm gonna say it right now. That was his only shot to win this year. People never forget at Bristol, and it didn't didn't happen. It was a bitch ass move. We wouldn't have taken his helmet off afterwards anyway. So we knew this was coming, but now now that Kevin punted his ass, uh, I don't see anything coming from Chase. I think that settled the score right there. And for Chase. He shouldn't even give a shit about Harvick anymore because Elliott advances in the playoffs yeah, and Harvick's playoffs are done. So I think we're done. I think the score's been settled here because so, Harvick got the bigger penalty out of all of this. So, so. Kevin dumps Chase Elliott, and I at, at that point I'm like, all is fair in love and war. Nope. Well, 
I'm also like, long. they don't take the shit out of the nine. And I'm right. like, okay, he's still rolling. This is not good for us. And I think I texted the group and all, all my other friends. It was like, that nine's going to get us. That nine's about to junk our shit. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. When he gets yeah. to us, he's going to, this is going to be, but I was also like, hey, this is going to be great drama, great TV, great. Right. Content. I was like, if Chase doesn't fucking punt him when he gets yeah. to him, then he's a bitch, like forever. So, yep. so, this was his chance to do I it. I feel like it was coming. And then uh, he hits L2 Intimidator, and uh, it looks like Kevin locks up the left front, drives it head on in the fucking wall, embarrasses us and the whole fan base. I've never seen um, Harvick do something like this. This I is the crazy part. I, I can't really think of something either where I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's, ne- he's usually not like intimidated by another driver like that. I was jaw drop shocked, boys. And I Timmy, could not Timmy believe Pinoa it. Was like, so it's like a half a lap ahead, and Timmy was like, Hey guys, we got in the wall, and I was thinking like, "Oh, we scuffed the wall, like yeah. we scuffed the wall, like we're rolling." And he was like, "Yeah, Kevin, get out! It's on fire." And I was like, "What? <laughs> like, what? like that's what I heard." And I was and like, "It's like half lap behind. They're coming to the line," and I'm like, "What? What?" And then I just see Kevin lock it up and hit the wall head on, and I was like, "Yo!" His no, controller like, disconnected. His controller dude, disconnected. And he just pancaked Brad shit out of it. Brad Cade the first turn. Was, <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the first turn, the too. I was is, like, someone's like, going to do if, it. If Kevin never dumped Chase Elliott, this would, and he just did this, it would have been like, oh, mistake on a veteran, whatever. But the fact he dumps Chase Elliott and looks like a damn badass and then does this, just goes wiped <laughs> out. All that badass shit you just did. Right in front of Chase Elliott, too. Yeah, wiped all that back off Twitter. And, uh, and then retracted some, yeah. Because oh, Chase yeah. didn't even have to do anything. That's the no, thing. Was, he just drove up near him. It, it was embarrassing I mean, as hell. And um, I don't know. Chase intimidated Kevin. I don't know if he was looking in the mirror. I don't know if the left front wouldn't turn. But it was. Uh, we're out of the playoffs. It's over. Okay. Hey, here's he a here's a big topic though that you kind of glossed over. Um, the fender coming off the back. Horseshit. Oh, okay. So, do you think NASCAR as Harvick fans? All right, look, <laughs> unbiased Harvick fan. fan. Yeah, this was a load of horse shit. I think everybody <laughs> in the world thought this was a load of horse shit. Oh, he's really? the a golden boy. Fan? He's he's the golden Dude. boy. That yeah, literally proved races, he's the golden how many boy. Races have we seen where dudes bump parts are flying off and they black flag them all the time? Everybody else gets the call, yeah. but it's because it's Chase Elliott. But their excuse was that you don't need a bumper for a road course. Yeah, but yeah, you can't shit. have a piece of it just hanging off the car when it can cause a caution at any moment. William Byron was in the lead. Boom. It falls off, brings out a caution, basically screws his teammate out of a playoff spot potentially. So Elliott would have gone laps down if he had to. Pick. Okay, but yeah. okay, but let's let's be real here. All right, Dakota, specifically, I'm talking to you. You wanted the drama. If I think NASCAR thought about this and they said, if we let this play out, this shit's gonna get crazy. Yeah, well, I they, think they, I don't. I don't know if it was the NASCAR. Game. I don't know if it was the Golden Boy thing as much as it. I do think NASCAR likes Chase Elliott. I don't think that's you know that's, that's very it. obvious. Well, they like Bubba Wallace. Much. They like Chase Elliott. Yeah, they. I mean, there's certain drivers NASCAR just loves. That's a fact. They loved his dad too. Um, but I think honestly, at at this race in that moment, they would have let anybody fly because they knew how crazy shit was going to get if he caught Harvick. I can see I, that too. But my, as that's the thing is, I want to see consistency. I don't care. I don't give a fuck who the driver is. I don't care if it's Kyle Larson. If it was Kevin Harvick. 
Black flag the motherfucker. They're not going to be consistent in a situation like this. No. They want it to be entertaining. They, I, like, think, yeah. I think they wanted to throw that caution. They wanted that. They wanted it to fly off so they could throw the yellow. Have Twitter, bunched them back Twitter up and all posted, hell broke loose. Their tw- NASCAR Twitter page posted, uh, yep. it's just a matter of yep. time. <laughs> and with Chase Elliott's bumper flapping with a yellow flag and shit. Right. It's like, how does your Twitter handle post? Hey, we're about to throw a caution soon because that is going to fall Because off. it's pure entertainment. I mean, at the end of the day, NASCAR is like an entertainment thing. You know, it's not it's not pure racing. It's, oh, it's way no. more about entertainment. They, they, they lost the pure, the pure racing when we long, introduced long this 550 horsepower bullshit. So, yeah. um, <laughs> dude, it is what it is. So, Kevin wrecks, wrecks it in the wall. And at this point, now I'm like, okay, so Kevin's out of the playoffs. We were We were to the good at the moment. Now we're out. Now I feel like, and then Chase drops his whole little Christmas chant, whatever. And <laughs> it was cute. And, you know, it is what it is. Now I feel like it's like, okay, now we're back to where we were before the race. I'm like, does Ke- do we let this go? Does Kevin get him next year? Does Kevin let it go? Does Chase do something? But I'm like, hey, okay, let Chase be leading at Martinsville and Kevin's going to lap down. I think things get interesting. I don't think so. I don't think really? so because Kevin's the one who punted his ass. I think that settled the score right there. Thank so, you. You're looking oh, you at – you're... Kevin, uh, you think Kevin Harvick pulls over and lets the nine by? No, you're not going to do that. No. He's still going to race He's going to make it so big. Like That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he wrecks him and dumps him. I'm saying – not Matt Kenseth style. I'm okay. saying he races the dog shit out of him. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna race I don't think he likes him. Yeah, I would say yeah. at this point See, he it's definitely It's been years like of Chase Elliott driving Kevin Harvick like an ass. Like, Kevin Harvick has had problems with Chase Elliott before where Chase uh, Elliott – Kevin Harvick's had problems with everybody, though. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would That's say had issues with just about everybody. Kevin everybody was more club. crazy. But no, now I that do... he's, he's a father, he's kind of calmed down a little bit. And now we got another kid that's trying to ruin his right. time. I would love to see a Martinsville, though, uh, Kevin hold up Chase. That, I, I think, think that oh, yeah. it, it would just be Bristol all over. It would be At Bristol. this moment, I feel like we're in the final eight. Like, it's championship time. I think – I don't know. I'm not even going to speak for him, but maybe Kevin has some dignity where he's like, hey – this is for the championship. I'm gonna let bygones be bygones, but next year, motherfucker, right? Watch the fuck out. He shouldn't. Like, yeah, he shouldn't prevent a championship. That's just fucked up. Yeah. That's way well, over hey, the line. He's a vet. He, I think he knows that though. You yeah. know what I mean? He's been around long enough to but know. But I'm also like, if he dumped him at Martinsville, I'd be for it. Oh, I would. Oh, be for I'm it. all for it. But We're here's gonna, the me thing: me and Ian are gonna be there. I would lose my fucking here's mind. Here's the thing: if, that if, if he dumps him at Martinsville, the only thing Chase Elliott can do at that point is box him. I mean, yeah. straight up, you oh, yeah. have to get out of his car and fight him physically. I feel like we were about to get it. Like I was like, Chase is going to get back to him. They're going to dump each other and take each other out of the playoffs and fight on the infield. Like I was all for all of that happening. Like if he's going to dump us, let's fucking take the damn helmet off and let's go. He just had and to have a brain fart. No, here's what's going to happen: is Kevin Harvick <laughs> won't take his helmet off. Well, you know, see, he didn't want to take his helmet off at Bristol. Is because he wanted to tell him what's what. Maybe Kevin Harvick didn't want to fight. He just wanted to tell him, like, hey, kid, you don't fucking do that, dumbass. I don't care. Take your helmet Batman off and talk to him like a man. Batman doesn't take his mask off, bro. Take, <laughs> take your helmet off and talk to him like a man. That's He used oh. to do it. I don't know why he stopped. He he didn't take his helmet off with Joey Logano. He won't take it off with Chase Elliott. I don't understand. He used to do it. I don't know, man. He's old. He's getting up there. Like, 
he can't he can't do this anymore. He's just gonna talk about shit. He can't fight someone that's like 26. He'll get his ass whooped. Come on, man. He doesn't I, have I, that I, it's Chase Elliott. It's hey, Chase Elliott. He yeah, should be anybody could beat that pretty boy up. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah old, man, old man strength is the thing. <laughs> it's not Daniel Suarez, it's Chase Elliott. I think yeah. he can handle it. I <laughs> will say though, after this is all said and done, I think it was pretty funny of Kyle Bush to call Kevin Harvick a dirty driver like right. Kyle Bush and right. does some crazy shit back in. Back in his real rowdy the days, I found, that, Bush yeah. <laughs> I found that pretty ironic, right? There. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> All right, so is the is it over? Is the rivalry done? It's no, I just think it's on pause. I feel like it's like, hey, but do you was... really think they put it on pause and wait an entire off season and no, then no. respark it? That's tough. No, I think we'll I see it throughout like, the years. I, I think it's like going to be another over. Gordon Earnhardt kind of rivalry. I feel no like it's way. over, but if an opportunity presented itself at a Bristol or uh, you know Richmond or something. Maybe Kevin doesn't press the brakes as hard. I don't know. Here's uh, the thing: I, I do not think it's a Gordon Earnhardt rivalry. I no, know a lot of no. people have been saying that, but it if is, it is technically the closest thing we have to it right now. I'll admit that. So that's the thing too. Take me being a Harvard fan out of it. This is awesome for the sport. Yeah. Before right. the playoffs, we weren't talking about anything like this. Right. It's uh, not the so best, but it's the I best we got right now. I don't care who I'll it has it. to be. Let's see some rivalry. I want to see guys bumping doors. I want to see guys hitting bumpers, spinning each other out. I want Dale Earnhardt, Rex, Daryl Waltrip at, you know, Richmond. It was a whole thing. And, you know, I want to see this stuff. I want – I really – you know who I'd like to see in a rivalry and like, a big heated thing? Um, I feel like Bubba Wallace would be good in something like that. He yeah. gets pretty heated. You know, he threw the water or whatever at uh, what was that, William Byron? That was it was Bowman. Bowman. And then pe the people on the on Twitter were so funny. They were like, "He he's hurt. You can't throw water him like that. Like how <laughs> dare he? Woman, how dare he spray water on this? Well, guy's he did hit Jeff Gordon. That's a no no. But <laughs> well, he, um, got, he hit that old nurse lady too. Yeah, <laughs> but I think Bubba would be pretty funny. He gets pretty heated. Uh, that well, guy. Well, yeah. it's a lot of Twitter too. So like, that's take Twitter out. Denny Hamlin. Big on this too. Then Hamlin just talks crap on. Twitter. You know the only people it has to be a championship contender because if we talk about Earnhardt Gordon, that's why I think maybe the Chase Harvick thing can kind of work because they're both championship contenders well, usually. I every feel like year. we almost had yeah. a really good one with uh, Kyle Busch and Joey Logano. Like yeah, everybody that was... hates them. So let's watch the two bad boys fight it out. Like well, it's the same thing. Like ten years ago, when it was the Keselowski Kyle Bush, those two hated each other for the yeah, longest that, time. That and now that one's kind of simmered down too. That okay. one that was scary. Was like the Carl Edwards Keselowski because they were both psychic. <laughs> oh, they, they, they were trying to kill, kill each other. They were yeah, trying to kill was, each other. That one was like, all right, this is enough. Like, all right. Well, we almost had the best rivalry of all time. Did you see the uh, post race? confrontation between Tyler Reddick and William Byron. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm he was sorry. about to cry. Tyler Reddick yeah, looked they, like he was about to cry right there. And that's another thing, too, is like we got these They were both hearts. so polite. We got these sweethearts <laughs> out here like, dude, I am so sorry I bumped into you. I did not. And he's like, you know what? Honestly, just an honest mistake. I'm really sorry. I I'll try not to <laughs> yeah. do it next time. And he's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just frustrated about it. And he's like, I totally understand. He's like, yeah. Okay. I want to see like fire wow, boys, man. That, dude. See. <laughs> that was like a Canadian argument. There's just yeah. two guys agreeing <laughs> the whole time. I'm not your buddy guy. Yeah, I'm not your oh. guy, friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just so I'm so glad we got something to talk about too. It's like the playoffs are also building, but it's like, hey, look at all this hot gossip. And then also, yeah. I feel like all this drama just overlapped that Larson just took this whole dub to the to the. Kyle Larson won. 
Kyle, yeah. yeah. Dude was... dude, with alternator issues, I was like, oh my God, if Kyle what? Larson misses round of 12, like, what? There the was a chance. I was yeah. talking about it on our show last week. I was like, is there concern, some concern for Kyle Larson? They were like, no, no, no. He's going to, he's a shoe in for the next round. And then all of a sudden, at one point in the race, Kyle Larson's below the cut line. I was like, what's going on here? I didn't know if they were going to fix a car either. I'm going to I mean, be honest. If Kyle Larson didn't make it, it would have been the best argument to end the, this playoff system because well, he has been the so. best. He has been the best driver all season. And I saw some well, people. You can go back like, to Harvick last year. Go back to Kevin Harvick last year. Nine wins on the season. Doesn't even make the championship for. That's enough to exploit this, this joke right. of a playoff system that we have. So, yeah. But no, if How Larson missed it, if Larson missed it, holy shit. I, I would have started to kind of, because I like the playoff system, but if he missed it, I would have been like, you know what, I kind of see what y'all are saying here. Like, you the can't keyboard, have the best. The, I just the keyboard like warriors would have came out in full and full Like, maybe command. we should guarantee the regular season champion all the way to the final four or something. Like, I don't know. It's just, That's I, iffy. see with me, but I, there is, I like the original can't. chase format before they started right. like eliminating drivers. Just do... Just uh, at the end of the regular season, get your 12 best drivers, have them duke it out, no elimination, no bullshit like that, and then there you go. That was what well, you got to admit. It it makes races like the Roval yeah, it was, a little I, more interesting. I like the playoff format we have now for that excitement level, but the legitimacy of a legit champion, it, it kind of goes off. kind of yeah. goes off the The only the problem doors, I though. have is that each round – you restart the points. That that bothers the shit out of me. It's like mm-hmm. okay, we rewrite the points, and now Kyle Larson's plus forty two. I'm like, what the? What the yeah, oh, you only at, keep, you only keep at, your playoff points. That's so dumb. You look well, at the point. Look at the points now. Uh, Kyle Larson's plus sixty five entering this round of eight. He's already got a full race advantage worth of points well, already. So is, I feel like they should re-rack round one with your playoff points from the regular season. Lottie Daw. And, and then, then after the first round, like second round, re-racked off your first round's points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Like, just totally go off your first round, however the hell that went. And mm-hmm. then third round goes off your first and second points or the second round's points. Who knows? Um, I just hate that you restart the third round like, oh, plus 65. We're good. I will say, Dakota, in our last episode, I said Kyle Arson would win. And I picked the four drivers that would not make it. 
You did. Perfectly. And you called it, and you're a bastard. And you said, <laughs> literally, I was like, hoping I couldn't bet against the four. I said to, and literally, before Kevin KO'd himself, Keselowski was out and Kevin was in, and I was like, dude, I fucking called it. I fucking <laughs> called it. I literally was like, dude, oh, this is going to be so good. Brad Keselowski, Kev- he's just been, he's done everything he's had to do. He doesn't have. I mean, this, happened, dude. this is the round that's gonna. This is the round that's gonna fuck him because I just don't think he's got yeah. the speed. But that's what Brad K always does. He does what he has to do. He just slides you in forget there about him, it. and then you're like, wait, he's had like two wins. Yeah, he usually he finished second last year at Phoenix. No, he usually gives that. himself a th- like a three race win quota for the season, and then he checks out for the rest he's of the year. Sleeper. He's like, oh, yeah. got yeah. my three. But yeah, he's Big he's time. a sleeper for sure because heavy hitter sleeper. That speed of the two car just hasn't been there. And with him going over to Roush next season, it's just like, ah, they're probably not giving him the best shit anyways. Oh, so. They made it this far. They, they really, made it this far. Uh, Martinsville's, Martinsville's a really good opportunity for him to go steal himself a win and lock himself in to that championship for So Dude, I, I would like to see what Keselowski does here. In I really do think if a Penske driver is going to win the cup, it's going to be Blaney. Dude, I feel the like best. Blaney is a big, he has. big for here. Like if can you imagine like Ryan Blaney, twenty twenty one champion? Like, what? I think this. Crazy. I think this is like the perfect round for Ryan Blaney. Uh, yeah, the, the two mile and a half, and then he's he's good at Martinsville. So yeah, I definitely could see him get. I think honestly, I think it's Larson cruising. I think Hamlin's a solid second, and I think that third and fourth is up for grabs. But it really, it's going to be a dog. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about playoffs, let me just recap. Um, so in the last round. Like I said, predicted a perfect. Uh, Kevin Harvick out. Christopher Bell out. William Byron out. Alex Bowman out. And now the situation we're looking at is Kyle Larson, uh, number one. Denny Hamlin, number two. Martin Truex Jr., number three. And Ryan Blaney, number four. Uh, just outside the bubble is Kyle Busch at five. Chase Elliott, six. Seven, Joey Logano. And eight, Brad K. That's so stacked, dude. That is so stacked. It, any, literally anybody could be in that final. Yeah, four. any of these guys right here. I think this is one of the best eight yeah. that we've had well, in this playoffs no in a long time. Here. No, there's no weaklings. The points margin is like you know Larson's up there, but like second to eighth is just like a couple. Well, seconds. here let me let me tell you. So yeah, Kyle Larson is plus forty two, but then uh, number two with Denny Hamlin, it's plus seven. Martin Truex yeah. Jr. plus six. Ryan Blaney plus one. Kyle Busch minus one. Chase Elliott minus two. Joe Logano minus eleven. Uh, Brad K minus 16. One race will change all of Dude, that. Oh, yeah, so it's me, all right it there. Texas, it makes Texas so important. Like well, this it, in the win is is crucial right yeah. here. This is what this is why I do like the the round of 8 here cuz for the first two rounds it's like okay, you can put together a, a nice top 10 run and you're going to be okay. This is where this round of 8, it's top 5s, top 3s and wins and that's how you're yep. going to get yourself into the championship four it's really you gotta go out and win race who's because, gonna win who's gonna win that's what it comes uh, down to yeah, who's yeah. gonna win yeah well that's who's, the thing is say say martin you know martin truex wins texas or brad k or joey wins texas they're in dude and that and I, that's one thing i'll give for the win in your in is like one of these guys in the top eight wins texas they don't even have to do anything they just got to go to phoenix and that just made like whoever was on the bubble get eliminated Set Ryan Blaney out or Truex out is like, dude, right. like it just makes it the pressure build right. all the way to Martin's. Well, if we're gonna keep this trend of the pl- of this year's playoffs going, it's gonna be Denny Hamlin is gonna win at 
at Texas because he won. And, uh, and in Kansas will be uh, Kyle Larson. Yep. <laughs> and then Martinsville is just going to be who doesn't wreck each other and who crosses yeah. the line first. <laughs> well, that makes, that makes even like the Roval just was with the barn burner, you know, suspense of the points changing every lap. It makes Martinsville the same way. It's like every point matters. Okay, Dakota, and um, y'all can get in on this as well. We're going to do our race picks and all that for the next episode before the race, but each round we've done this, uh, just early, early Ooh, predictions is the who's the first four out. I guess this time we can say who's, who's the four who's in. The yeah. Who's the four in, yeah. Yeah, because this Ooh. is what we've done each ep- each episode one. It's right on the cuffs of the next round. We've done an early, early prediction. Like I said, predicted a perfect last time. No big deal. Um, <laughs> who wants to start out? We'll let the boys do it. Oh, Yo, okay, we're gonna let the guest start. That's so <laughs> nice. We're, we're gonna put us on the hot seat. Um, for me, your your four are pretty much almost set for me. Uh, I, Kyle Larson's getting in. Denny Hamlin's gonna get in. I don't think Martin Truex Jr. is gonna get in. Really? I think it's gonna be Joey Logano who steals that spot. I can see and then that. I I think Joey Logano is gonna win Kansas because he he's he's very good there. He won there last year. And then my fourth driver, I think Ryan Blaney's gonna get in. I think he's gonna he's been the best Penske car all year. So yeah, give me Larson, Hamlin, Logano, and Blaney fighting at Phoenix for it. Okay, okay. I okay. like it. Ian? Oh, yeah. My four out. Uh, Nick, I agree with you. I don't think Truex is going to go in. Um, I don't think Joey is going to make it in. I mean, really haven't seen, like, too much raw speed from that guy this year. It's been kind of a dull year for Joey. He's kind of been there. He's, like, six. Yeah, exactly. And same thing with Brad Kozlowski. Um, So, I – I honestly see Kyle Busch taking uh, one of those final four spots for sure. So I got to say Larson, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, and Blaney. That's my final four there. Hmm. Okay. So you could argue that the speed of the 18 has kind of been off too. He's gone to victory lane, what, twice this year, three times this year? Mm-hmm. But one thing uh, I always I mean, the only the- race that Joey's won this year was the freaking Bristol dirt race. Joey's, Joey's done this shit before, though, where it doesn't yeah. look like he's going to be relevant. Oh, maybe his championship year. He uh, just wins Kansas. He, he won. He, he, he wins races that he needs to go out and win. Uh, nobody saw Joey Logano in 2018 making a championship for, let alone winning the fucking thing. So that's, that's why I, it, it could go either way. So How much could easily get in, but if yeah. The 18 is rolling and the wheels are fucking up. You never count the 18 out. That oh, yeah. Always he, went, he went to victory lane at Texas last year in this mm-hmm. race. So right. So he's hard I to mean, bet against. It is very hard to bet against. And that and here's a, another thing, too. Is people are like, I hate it. For, you know, one race to win a champion, that's bullshit. But I'm like, dude, it's a sudden death steel cage match. That's what I love about this is winner take all. Beat the other two guys. And yeah, and it's just four. Game. It's not like the whole field can well, win the title. I, yeah. I see right. so much criticism that that's not fair. And it's like, no, it is fucking fair. Bring your best shit and win the race. That's how you win the championship. As long like, as what? it's as long as long it's not like a road course. I love uh, it. I love or it. Or a um, short track. Those, I'm here for it. Or a super speedway even. I don't know. I will that. say that having – 
having a practice session and having a qualifying session at Phoenix is just going to make this even better because the yeah. uh, the final four drivers they're not lining up one two three four. Well, they could if yeah. they qualify that yeah, way. You, but bring, you, you can have, you can have a guy miss their setup and you can have a championship four guy starting fifteenth or something just like that. Imagine if we yeah. had that all year long. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that'd right. be wild. Yeah, it'd be yeah. wild. Could you imagine a full season of practice and <laughs> a regular season? So yeah, Dakota's final shit. four. All right. Clearly, I believe Larson's cruising if he doesn't win Texas or Kansas already. Um, I think he's going to be in. I think Hamlin has shown that he's probably going to take the throne from Larson and be a championship favorite at Phoenix. He's won there recently. He's the shit. All right. Third and fourth. I honestly – I mean, Martin Tricks has tons of wins at Kansas and tons of wins at Martin. So I think Martin Tricks makes it your third place – in the playoffs, the top four, it's a fourth place. It's the very big decider. I don't think Joey has the pizzazz. Brad's been sneaking in. Who knows? Fuck Chase Elliott. I think he's gonna have a disaster final round. And I, it's Blaney is there, but does he have the balls? Don't sleep on the Kyle Busch eighteen. I think the eighteen takes the fourth place ride, and you have three Gibbs cars versus Hendrick car for the final four. That's Wait, solid. so who's your fourth? Kyle Busch. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Dakota, you were going down the exact rabbit hole I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm going to recognize real, bro. Yeah. yeah, the top four right now looks really solid, but it wouldn't be fun for me to just say the final four we have right there. Uh, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and Ryan Blaney. Kyle Busch has won at all of these tracks. Yeah, I know. I got to take one out um, just to make it more interesting. And I've said early on that Ryan Blaney is my sleeper pick to make it to the final four. But now when it comes down to it, I'm booting him. He's not staying on my list anymore. I'd love for him to make it because I think he adds uh, oh, an interesting choice. Makes it, I'm rooting for him. You know? Yeah, because he, he it's a different guy in there. It makes it real fun. It, I don't know if y'all keep up with the college football. Uh, the playoffs I'm always this year. scared of a new champion. Even exactly. Like, like the playoffs this year, I think Cincinnati champion. will make it. Like, So I love that idea of like the fourth guy coming in, and he's usually not there. Unfortunately, I got to drop him out just because I'm not sure if he'll get it done. I hope he does. Not sure. Blaney Dakota's is gonna, good at Phoenix. Dakota's going right? to hate. Dakota's going to hate this, but uh, the fourth <laughs> is Chase Elliott. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. The only thing I ask for is when we go to Phoenix, we have some very strict regulations on inspection, and we don't just fail cars and send them to the back and let them race for no fucking shits given. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he failed inspection eighteen times. Man, let it race. <laughs> yeah. That whole race last year was rigged. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll probably be Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and Chase Elliott with Kyle Larson as the favorite to win. Um, I think Kyle Larson will just win. Uh, Denny Hamlin, this is your year, but I don't think you got the balls to do it. I think Kyle Larson does. Now, the thing is, is when when Kyle Larson doesn't win this championship, everybody's going to be like, that's what's wrong with the system. (laughs) Kyle deserved it. And it's like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Like, just watch the damn thing. Watch it play out. God damn (laughs) Yeah, it does make it more interesting that he hasn't won it because if this wasn't, if we didn't have it, he would have already won it and it would have been, what would we be talking about now? Dude, honestly? but if Larson wins yeah. it, it is the ultimate comeback tour, the vengeance. Yeah, the holy tour. shit. Yeah. Like it is, you know, swinging past your knees, rock hard, a badass. Like it would be so cool. I would, as many Larson wins we've seen, I'm like, oh, he won again. But then I'm also like, hey, Larson won again. Good for him. Right. Uh, I haven't be been cool. mad about it. 
I'm also cool with Denny Hamlin winning. I kind of want to see him get it done and check it off. But I'm also scared of the arrogance we get from Denny Hamlin once he gets the championship. It's like he's already a bad pimp daddy in the garage. Like, <laughs> uh, Martin Jerks, he's a champion. Uh, I have heard enough of Truex fans. Blaney would be cool. Blaney would be a cool new champion. Uh, Pinsky gets an, uh, you know, another championship. Kyle Busch, uh, enough said. I don't really want him to see him win, but I think he'll be there. I uh, won't even talk about the nine car. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, I mean, if he makes it and gets it, I would be surprised. It'd be good for him. He does sick burnouts. Uh, two, the Brad Keselowski, he does – I mean, he's going out. Last ride in the two, if he made it and won the championship. That would be sick. If he that would be a hell of a way to go out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Peace, y'all. I'm out. Later, Have Penske. Fun. I'm taking the fucking cup with me. Yeah, that would be <laughs> cool. So I think that's all the scenarios I think about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that wraps it up for this episode. I, and the next episode we'll do probably like Thursday or Friday. We'll uh, actually talk about the next race. Texas, maybe, you're a home state boy. Maybe I'll be there. I might get bored really? and just drive up. Are you feeling froggy? Just by myself. Just by my, just drive up by myself. Which, by the way, if anybody hasn't gone to a race by themselves, it's like one of the best things Dude, ever. It's bittersweet. Yeah, people underrate. It, 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 like you, you'll be like, man, I wish my friends were here. But you're like, I'm gonna go do whatever the fuck I want. I'm gonna do whatever yeah. the fuck I want. I'm gonna sit by myself. I'm gonna drink my own beer. Yeah. I'll meet strangers yeah. if I want to. It's yeah. actually it, really fun. You it meet is a lot surreal. of people. Like, I can go do it. Like, I think I'm going to go do it over here. I'm if it's a close that. race to you, 100% recommend trying it. I do it every once in a while up to Texas Motor Speedway because nobody wants to go to that fucking race. So sometimes <laughs> I just drive up by myself and have a good time. Uh, I might do that. Like, I go. might just buy a ticket on Sunday and I just drive up there you. in the morning. I'm Fuck sure it. they'll be for sale. I might do it. We'll see. It's literally going to come down to, like, do I have anything better to do on Sunday <laughs> than have to watch a race at Texas Motor Speedway? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I imagine sitting there, seeing and smelling it, and hearing it would be better than watching it on TV. It's a hundred percent better. Oh yeah, it's just like Atlanta. Oh yeah, that, I can't wait it was just like Atlanta Martin when everybody. Um, the first Atlanta race this season, me and Dakota, we left the track and we're like, man, that was a badass race. And everybody's just like, oh, man, fuck this shit. Race. It this on is the worst race, and we we're like, oh, that was not a good race. We had fun. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That. That's just the big thing. Uh, going to a race in person, it will always be better than watching it on TV. Yeah. All the races that I've gone to, I've loved them all because you're, you're, you're at the fucking track. Like, that's how you become a real race uh, fan yeah, when you go right. to the track and watch the race. That's when you're like, this is what I love doing. Yeah. Dude, these boys are going to Martinsville. I'm so freaking jealous. And uh, are you oh, jealous I'm of me wild. going by myself to Texas Motor Speedway? Yeah, I'm a little that? jealous of that. <laughs> and every, I'm done going to races. Everybody's going to freaking races. Yeah, so you've been to you've been to enough this year, Dakota. Buddy. You've only gone to a third of the fucking races this year. <laughs> That's enough. All right, all right, boys. Why don't you uh, do one last uh, shout out for your podcast? Let everybody know where they can find you. All that good stuff. Yeah, guys, make sure to check out Stock Car Spectacle. Our show is on YouTube. We do weekly shows. Make sure to check it out. We're also on Twitter, Instagram. We just made a TikTok as well. Make sure to follow us on there, guys. We appreciate the support. Thanks for having us on, guys. Chair Gaten is awesome. Yeah, this is badass. <laughs> Absolutely. We love to support uh, podcasts that support uh, NASCAR. And last time, 10% discount code, Yeats. Official.com, 10% discount code cheergating. Check it Hell out. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, y'all. And Dakota, thanks for finally showing up.
Yeah, well, uh, I'm in bumfuck Egypt, and there's no fucking internet. <laughs> yeah, we'll have you boys on soon as well. That'd be hey. awesome to have you guys on for the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime, brother. All right. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.